Welcome to Make It Count, Living a Legacy Life, where we invest in what matters, God and people. I'm Sue Donaldson, speaker, author, and creator of WelcomeHeart.com, where you can learn to know and show the heart of God. And that's what counts. Thank you for joining me. Today, I'm so happy to be able to share with you my friend, Brittany Couch. She lives here in San Luis Obispo, and we've been friends maybe about 10 years. I love lots of things about Brittany, but uh, one thing I've really noticed and appreciated is that she calls out the best in anyone that she knows. And she does this partly by being a great listener. Um, When I finally stop talking, when I'm talking to her, I know that I'm going to hear some great counsel and wisdom and really the next step to take. So, Brittany, if you could share with us a little bit, first of all, about your family and who you are and what you're doing right now with your life. Sure. So happy to be here, Sue. Thanks for having me, by the way. Uh, My name is Brittany Couch, and like Sue said, we've known each other for about 12 years. I think we knew of each other prior to that, um, maybe just by name. And Mm -hmm. then we worked together for six or seven years, and that that was a blast and got to know each other more. So I've got two kids. Um, I've been married for 21 years, and um, I've got a daughter who is a sophomore at Baylor University in Waco, Texas, and I've got a senior in high school, a son, and uh, has applied to colleges and looking to go to university uh, in the fall. Great. And uh, what has been this new job that you've started in the last year or so? (laughs) So yeah, I've... um, started a life and business coaching um, business and uh, I help people move from where they are to where they want to be so that wow (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think everybody will want to be your friend now (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's been a blast okay and uh, we'll leave how you can get connected with her in the show notes but for uh, first of all I want to ask you what I ask everybody is what legacy do you want to pass down Brittany to those you know and love So I am really passionate about people feeling that they matter Mm. and that we need them. Um, I think people feel like they are sometimes looking in at something and not being a part of it. And I make every effort and I really believe that everyone matters and everyone is needed. Explain that a little bit more. What do you mean that they're looking in rather than being a part of it? And how have you seen that? Can you give an example? think I can. Um, So I think looking in, maybe they just don't feel like they're needed or everyone else has got a job and they don't. Hmm. And I don't believe that that's true. I think that we all matter and that we're all needed. So I guess an example that I'm thinking of, because in our our interaction, in our time together uh, when we were working, it was a huge priority of me to make sure that all of my employees had a position that they enjoyed oh, good. and that they were needed and mm-hmm. they mattered. Mm-hmm. And uh, we happened to work at a nonprofit and so we had lots of volunteers as well. And so we really worked as a team of employees to make sure that those volunteers also felt needed and that they mattered. Mm-hmm. So I hear you saying that uh, your your legacy is that you want people to feel like they've, they're making a difference. So how do you feel find out how do you find out that they feel that way and how do you call that forth from them that sounds kind of like old-fashioned 
language, but <laughs> if you're watching them and you see that they're on the sidelines, I mean, I think that's kind of like how God is. God looks at us and he sees that we're feeling that we don't matter. So when you see someone like that, I really feel that God's using you in that way. But what do you do? What's your process to go about helping them feel more included. I know you mentioned about finding out what they like to do so then they can do it, but can you think of another example? Well, a relationship is key in that, right? So um, noticing someone that is maybe looking in or you just kind of get a sense from the Holy Spirit or just in your own intuition that this person maybe wants to be included but doesn't really know how. Hmm. And getting to know them, asking questions. And I don't mean like, what do you want to do here? But I mean, like, who are you? Um, what do you like to do? What's your name even? I mean, mm-hmm. st- start simple mm-hmm. and just and get to know them. Be curious about them, not with the intention of getting them plugged in because maybe it's not what they want. Mm-hmm. But it's just getting to know someone and making and helping them feel. So let's not make them feel, but let's help them um, feel included, help them feel that they matter here and that they're needed. Okay. And how are you currently doing that? Um, well, I, I love building community. I love creating an atmosphere where people matter and are needed. So like I mentioned in business, um, I've done that with businesses that I've owned, with employees, with customers even as well. I was an interior designer for years and even just managing those relationships, I, I always wanted people to know that they mattered and that they were needed mm-hmm. and that they were creating um, homes and an environment where, where people were coming to their home or their office and that they, were, they mattered mm-hmm. and they were needed. Um, so do this. I do this also in groups that I'm involved in, and of course in my life coaching business um, with one-on-one clients, but also in events and group coaching that I do. If you don't feel like you matter, or you don't feel like you're needed, you have a block, and that's and it's keeping you from living abundantly. Mm. Hmm. Can you give an example of someone who? Uh, cannot move forward or hasn't moved forward yet because they feel like they don't count? Good question. Um, Well, I think anybody, I mean, any of our listeners, any of your listeners today, if you feel like you're looking on the ins, looking from the outside in, Mm I think that's like a, that's a great example. So you would so, not move forward because you feel like you're not needed. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, there's so many reasons why someone's not going to move forward. Mm-hmm. And um, so let me let me think really quickly of an example, like of my own life of not moving forward in something. But I would say, like, I'm just not good enough. She's better than mm-hmm. I am. I'm jealous of her because of X, Y, Z. Um, I mean, it's all, that's such an individual thing, which, you know, ties it back to a minute ago where you're curious about people. Mm. Um, and that curiosity is really couched in love and, and you're able to discover things about people and maybe why they are the way that they are. Mm-hmm. Which I think, uh, what I said at the very beginning about you, that you're a good listener and you ask good questions. And I think people feel loved 
when they're asked questions. And maybe that's why I really like my two, 202 conversation starters. But really, it's true. I've had my, I've asked, uh, for example, I've asked my daughter, well, how was the party that you went to? And she said, well, no one asked me any questions. So I didn't really have a good time <laughs> because my kids have been raised with question asking. And I, I love it. And I know that when I talk to you, uh, whether I'm just shooting the breeze or am I, I really have a need that I think I don't really know what to do next. You ask me questions. And I thought, you know, anybody could do that. You don't need to go to seminary to ask questions. <laughs> you just have to listen and kind of listen with your heart, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, have you had to make any changes or have you had any obstacles that you needed to overcome to leave this legacy of helping people feel like they matter? Yeah, definitely. Um, so I would say that my biggest challenge, and this could be an obstacle that we all face, would just be myself. So meaning that it's me that gets in the way of the of the problem. And explain. Yeah, and it's actually a blessing in a, in a mm-hmm. sense because really I'm the only person that I can change. So if you're going to be my block, it's going to be really hard to change you. (laughs) You would never be my block, by the way. You've tried it, but it didn't work. (laughs) Right. But you guys, it doesn't work when you want to change someone else. And so like, so I can become aware and grow my relationship with God and with other people who will speak truth into my life and discover things that are my blocks that are keeping me and they're always about me it's always about my expectation that she should act this way or he should act this way Mm. or why is she doing that why is he doing that and i'm not talking even a i mean i can talk about anybody right but this could be people in your in your at work it could be your family and your kids um and so as i have grown and the changes that i've wanted to make Um, have been, why do I have that judgment towards that person? What is it about that that's triggering me? So those are changes that have really opened up my eyes to see people the way that they truly are and allow God to work in their lives in his perfect way and his perfect timing, Mm -hmm. not mine. Well, you bring up a, a point that all of us experience, which is working or living alongside annoying people. <laughs> and of course, it's always their problem, but of course it's not. And it may be, they may have a family of origin that makes, sets them off on certain things, or we, I might do something that really irritates them, and then they act uh, rudely towards me, and then it hurts my feelings, and there's this whole big uh, revolving door that keeps going back and forth. Mm-hmm. But you bring up an excellent point that we, you know, we can only change ourselves. Uh, with God's help. I can't do it actually at all without God's help. Mm -hmm. So um, how do you keep that uh, relationship with God going so that you can keep short? I like to call it keeping short accounts with him. Do you understand? Yeah, that's a great way to look at it. How do you do that? Um, Well, I love reading the Bible. Um, It can be foreign to people. Some people have never picked it up or they've seen a priest or something read the Bible. But um, I feel blessed to have have a relationship with the Bible to be able to read scripture. And, um, and I do that every day. And mm. it could be a psalm. It could be in a devotional book where it's, you know, a, one verse and then, you know, a little story that goes along with that verse. But I feel like it just plants something in my mind that I get to use that day. 
Um, and whether that's for my own heart or it's actually to serve other people. Mm-hmm. And most often it's both. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because you're a life coach and a business coach, I bet the whole idea of goal setting comes up. (laughs) I like the idea of goal setting, kind of like I like the idea of snow, but uh, I'm not really good at meeting goals. And so sometimes, I don't know if there's other people, I know there are other people like that, who refuse to make goals anymore because they feel depressed or discouraged because why bother making them? I can't even find them after I make them. Mm -hmm. And I definitely haven't followed them. I talked about that in a podcast a few weeks ago. And yet God has brought something else up. So what kind of do you think it's worthwhile to set goals for those of us who are a little bit uh, more spontaneous, I'd like to say? (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, shucks. (laughs) Why? Well, I think I think you want to have a different relationship with goals, right? Okay. So I your like relationship that. with goals is maybe a little bit negative because it's something that you aren't able to accomplish or you're only able to do for five days. Mm. And what about if your relationship with goals is is something a little bit simpler? Um, so maybe you have this big dream to go do something, um, like speak on a stage, let's say, or you have a big dream. I have a lot of friends right now who are going alcohol-free. And so you've got, and you know, and wine, we live in wine country. And so there's a lot of wine where we live. And so people want to not drink and just see how that affects their life. Hmm. And, um, but it's really, it's a really big thing to say, I'm just not drinking anymore. But what about if the goal was, I'm not going to bring drink today. I'm not going to drink maybe for five days. And make that goal shorter and then see what happens once you've actually lived in that goal for one, two, three, four, five days, and see if things change and things, see if things shift for you. So I, I like what you're saying. What I have a question about is, if it's a shorter goal, is that actually a shorter strategy to reach the goal? Or they're not one and the same. I always say goals are what you want to reach, the strategies are the steps to get there. So, but you're saying the actual goal could actually be a simpler goal. Okay. See, when I talk, I process, I figure it out. Yeah. Uh, That is great. See, that's great coaching right there. Free coaching. (laughs) Uh, And I want to know if I have another question, which is what wisdom would you like to share? Was that it? Or was there something else that you wanted to share with my listeners on making our lives count for something beyond uh, today? I think, well, you started off with... um, Legacy. With what you want to, yeah, the the living a living a legacy life, mm-hmm. and I think I would want to leave with your listeners that living a legacy life doesn't happen at a magical old age, ah. that it actually happens today, and the things, the goals, like you just mentioned, the strategies that you implement today are setting you up for a legacy life. And if there are blocks in your life or things that you don't feel, so my legacy is I really want people to know that they matter and they're needed, right? So if, if you don't feel like you matter or that you're needed where you are at in your life, like I want to encourage you to find a life coach, find a therapist, find a trusted friend and confess that and help discover what that block is because it's not true. Okay. Everyone matters mm-hmm. and everyone is needed. Great, and and uh, our problem is, is that we don't tell ourselves the truth. 
it's it's a totally 100 <laughs> percent true well that so is often so great uh, I happen to know that Brittany and her friend Jenny and Lanier are putting on three seminars locally. Uh, one may have already happened, but um, I would like to put the information about those. They're uh, feasible. They're not very expensive. They're $39 each, and they're local. So if you live in the San Luis County area, you may want to attend one. Why don't you give, give us the names of the three right now, and then I'll go ahead and write them in the show notes and give information on how people can contact you. Brittany, is that okay? Perfect. Okay, one of those three. So we've got one coming up on January 29th, and it's Visioning and Goals. So we're going to have a guided visualization where you're going to think about your future self, and then we're going to attach some goals, some strategies, small ones that are going to be achievable. You may get a little accountability from me uh, for a week or so. Because I really want to see you guys succeed. I really want to see that life that you want to live come to fruition. So that's on the twenty on the January 29th. And the second one is um, February 26th. So four weeks later, we're going to talk about boundaries. Hmm. Boundaries is huge. And that's going to look different in everyone's life. So it's not going to be specific of where you need to create boundaries. But a lot of times when we don't achieve our goals, it's because we don't have boundaries Hmm. that we're saying yes to everything and no to nothing or we're saying no to everything and not yes to the things that really will get us to where we want to be so that can look different i like to call that the sanctified no it's okay to say no sometimes it is i know go ahead and And the last one is um in march and it's march 26th creating the life you love and that's um that's really a passion of mine it's kind of like my little tagline for my business um I want to see people living a life that they love. Great. And what's the name of your website? BrittanyCouch.com. There we go. Thank you so much, Brittany. We appreciate you so much. Thanks, Sue. (laughs) Until next time, think about your legacy, the one God has called you to live, all for heaven's sake. I would love to speak at your next Christian Women's event. See my keynotes and retreat series, as well as the show notes from today's broadcast at WelcomeHeart.com. Thanks for coming. You're always welcome here.